We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to Wednesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford studio here this morning. We'll hit some topics, Ole Miss. Basketball falling to Auburn at the Pavilion last night, 82-73. The uh, Rebels played pretty well in the first half. They were up one at the break, ended up uh, Auburn went on a little bit of a run. Ole Miss could not respond to that. Matthew Morrell ends up with uh, with 24 in 39 minutes last night, but uh, not a lot of help in other ways. They did get into the 70s, so we'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, whatever else comes up on the show, show Wait, brought do we have to you. To? Well, there, feels obligatory there, in a way. I'm is there, just, is uh, there a rule? I'm just saying. And it's not like we're flush with topics <laughs> right now. I was looking through the list and I was like, hey, um, you know, we got to do something to, to, to fulfill obligations here. Uh, I never thought I'd, I'd I never I thought, can only talk about Carlos Correa so long. Okay. Uh, I never thought I would be the guy that was like, hey, can college baseball go ahead and start? <clears throat> Today on the show, the Delaware Blue Hens will go through their middle relief and what the Rebels could be facing on February the 18th. You know, they got one uh, of those left handers that can kind of. Spins it a little bit. He spins it a little. He's got kind of a rubber arm. They got a lot of guys that throw in the high 80s. Is that going to cause Ole Miss some problems? A little different what they see every day? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, We decided whether the ball is going to be juiced this year or not. What's what's? I mean, I I told you, you know, game times had come down a little in college baseball (laughs) last year. Um, (laughs) January the 11th. Yep. January the 11th. Anyway, I interrupted you. No, you're all good. It's fine. There's a, there's a degree of but the people that wonder sometimes like, yeah, we're, we're dependent on the calendar. When people think, you know, oh, you guys are negative. No, no, oh, no, please. No. I would, I would, no. I, I would kill. No, we, uh, in our ideal world, uh, the, uh, the, the basketball season is quite compelling. In our ideal world, the basketball season is so compelling that it's the primary conversation through the middle of March. Yeah, we or don't, later, or, or later, if, yeah. if, if, if we, we in a perfect world, we never start a show with college baseball until conference play is ongoing for a while, and it's like hey, really until April. Yeah, 
there's eight weeks to go now. Let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. The, the the thought of it becoming the the protein on the uh, meat and three mm-hmm. on our plate in February is it's daunting, yeah. frankly. Need it to be just a really nice sweet potato casserole or whatever it is that you, you got over there. Yeah, you just need it to be the green beans for a little bit. Yeah. It's the it's the ribeye right now. Yeah. It's not <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, all good. Uh, Lord. Oxford Exxon, uh, Blue Sky here in Oxford. Lunch specials, they change every day, so you get some variety there. Great prices on those, any size fountain drink and bread, along with uh, with that there at the Oxford Exxon. Let them take care of dinner tonight, ribs, hot case, chicken size desserts, whatever you need. Stop in, clean convenience store with tons of selections there in Oxford, up and down I-55, and throughout North Mississippi as well. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for uh, our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done. But I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ledecky can help you. He's a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan. He's a franchise veteran as well. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. you got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy Ledecky anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Little house cleaning here. It's been a it was a long night. It was an early morning. We had U, uh, AP US history this morning. I failed uh-huh. to hit the audition button. I'll hit it now. We can pull it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can hit it now, but it doesn't really do much. It, it, it that does not impact anything. Unless, well, I mean, I guess I could technically start the show and recreate the opening, and then just put the rest of it on the audition file. I could do that. You you could. Or whatever. I'll just download it. It's fine. Yeah. It's 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 no big deal. What it means that the show, and obviously, if you're listening to live stream, you probably don't need the podcast version. But it means it'll be up about I don't know 25 minutes later than normal. That's the only difference. So the uh, it's the, all good. I've had people ask about the TVs in the back. I'll remind people that uh, the our friends at Vault Entertainment are they're working on graphics. Should be up soon. We will have stuff. That's what those are for. Um, but the primary reason that we did the upgrade was for the audio. And the audio appears to be significantly better. It's not yeah, not even close. That was the uh, that was the ninety nine percent of the goal was to clean up the audio. So I've had people ask questions about the semantics of it there. That's yeah. that's the answer. So again, almost basketball, eighty two seventy three last night, Auburn over uh over the Rebels. Game Ole Miss led 35-34 at the break. Ole Miss shoots 44%. Like I said, they get into the 70s offensively. It was not the worst offensive game of the year for them. No. Um, it was, it was, I mean, it wasn't great, but it was it was okay. No, um, it, was, it was a passable offensive game. I mean, they were game. 9 of 25 from 3 last night. It's not, I mean, given Ole Miss, 36% is pretty good. That's not bad. 
uh, 88.9% from the line last night. I mean, they, 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 they hit shots. Here's the deal, though. It Got was a, bad in the paint. They did, and you knew that was coming. That's Auburn strength. That's where that's not that's not a shock. Um, Green gets twenty three for the Tigers last night. Broom gets nineteen. Um, here's the deal, though, from an overall night, and again, there's no reason in breaking down the minutia of what went wrong, what went whatever. Ole Miss plays Georgia at twelve o'clock on on Saturday. It was a microcosm from the standpoint of it looked like so many other losses have looked like. And when I mean that, I mean full experience. Um, you know, the arena was not full. Now, there were not many, very many Auburn people there at all. Um, right. it, was, it, it was a light Auburn crowd. It's 8 o'clock on a Tuesday. That's not a, that's not a shock. But the arena was – It. I mean, somebody who goes to a lot of games today mentioned that it looked almost like a Thanksgiving crowd. Um home games said that you know compared it to women's basketball um which is under attended of course and you know we're, it's a tuesday sec game it's on national television it's all these different things and when you do that there's not a lot of energy in the place Ole miss plays pretty well early they do have some spunk about them um for for half the game but Ole Miss has offensive issues and they have issues of playing 40 minutes just because of whatever the reason is and as soon as Auburn went on that little bit of run, that was it. They oh, they have no counter. There's no counter in Ole Miss right now from from a basketball standpoint to get back, get another run, get back in the game, have enough energy to then finish and, and, and put a game away. Tennessee, same thing happened. They had the lead. Tennessee kind of came back, went on that run. That was it. Body language gets bad. You know, and, and look, this is an indictment and a defense at the same time. Everybody keeps pulling Kermit's postgame comments. There's nothing he can say. Right. I mean, as long as he doesn't throw players under the bus, I really don't care what he's saying at this point. Because, I mean, hey, we're trying to find guys who can help. Well, yeah. I mean, again, he's not going to come out and go, we don't have enough talent and we kind of suck right now. And that's the truth. So that's where it is. And and so I'm not going to break down the minutia of his comments in a post game. He's just trying to get through this thing because, I mean, to this point, there is no answer. Yeah, I actually thought some of his answers last night were enlightening, um, especially at the point guard. So you've got – they're experimenting at the point, which is not a good thing. And it's not – he, for the first time, kind of admitted out loud that Deshaun Ruffin is just not himself. He's not back. You and I talked about this in the fall that I thought one of the big storylines with this team, and I think I'm going to end up being right, and it's not like, oh, boy, good for you. This was obvious. What if he's not healthy? What if he's just not back? Because if he's not back, he's just this small guy on the court. And he's not hes not who he was a year ago. He played fairly well the other day, but he didn't give him much last night. I think five points. I don't have the box in front of me. Um. He gives them five points. They started uh, TJ Caldwell at the point. He got into foul trouble. I think TJ had two points. Two points in 23 minutes, one assist, one turnover, two steals. It's just not effectual. Uh, they played um, Amari Abrams some at the point. And yeah, roughing five points, 11 minutes. Yeah. One of four, one of three, two of two. And they ended up playing morell some at the point and and i thought matt handled it okay but you don't need matt at the point 
Because if you put Matt at the point, now you don't have anybody to play the two. Because it's hard to play both the one and the two at the same time. And so they ended up playing Ty Fagan at the point. And after the game, Kermit was very complimentary of Ty. He talked about how the younger guys like Ty. Ty's got kind of a infectious personality a little bit. But I don't know that Ty Fagan's an SEC point guard. He's never been one before. Wasn't one at Georgia. He hasn't been one at Ole Miss. And so he seemed to hint at the idea of, well, we're going to try this. So, And he had a good night last night because he was hot offensively. He had 13 points in 13 minutes. He was yeah. 4 or 5 from the field, 3 or 4 from 3, and he hit both his free throws. Had a couple boards, one turnover, one assist. Again, 13 minutes. This was a really good night for him. I just don't know that that's something that you can say, okay, let's replicate that. I've, I've never watched his game and thought, you know, he's a facilitator. And so you combine now what is a void at point guard with, how do I say this? Um, they took some real gambles in the post. And against athletic SEC teams, it's getting exposed. It looks like what you were worried it looked like. I mean, and again, I mean, we looked at the portal situation for Ole Miss. They had to bring in guys in the front court. But, you know, and look, they're, they're, I guess my point is they're getting kind of exactly what you were worried they would get out yeah. of them. You you know, yep. they in the press release with the kid from Jackson State, they said he has a hard time playing face to basket. Okay. Well, I mean, SEC today, that's for the most part what you, what, what you see. You have a jump in competition from Loyola to Ole Miss. I mean, there's just so many things where there were unknowns that they didn't get that strike goal thing where you go, no, that was exactly, oh, wow, look look how that elevated. No, it just kind of looks like what it could look like. I mean, we're rolling across sports here, and I'm not trying to change the subject, but it's like when Ole Miss gets a portal guy in football. It's really, really solid players. You need a solid player to take that next jump and be elite. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And it's kind of the same thing. It's – a lot of times out of the portal, there isn't some holy hell moment. It's just they give you what they think you're what you think they're going to give you. Well, when your guys leave to go to um NC State, UNLV, Pitt, Pitt, UAB. And the guys you bring in are from Loyola and Jackson State and Buffalo. And look, Cuba's been okay. Yeah. But when you that's what you do, you can you sort of exp I don't know why I'm dancing around words. I, I don't like talking bad about kids. You and I'm not talking bad about them, but they're 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 not those aren't the players that when you look at Auburn's roster, for example, those guys don't play at Auburn. How many guys on the Ole Miss team could get minutes at Auburn right now? Matt. I mean, you know it far better than I do. I mean, Matt. Matt would get minutes. That's about, that's about it, I think. And so, there you have it. So, I, you know, we all know where this is headed. I mean, that's, that's the hard part about it. We all know where this is headed, I think. They're 0-4 they're in the league. So if you do the math at this point, we talked about you have to get to 11 wins. Well, they're not getting to 11 wins. But if they were to get to 11 wins, it means that they have 14. They're 11 and 3 
the rest of the way. If you're watching this team and you think that team's going 11 and three against, and they SEC have a game teams, in Stillwater, yeah, and I'm I'm throwing it yeah. out, but and realistically, they have to win it for 11 not to turn to 12. And so that's not going to happen. Pretty decent chance that's going to be eliminated pretty quickly. And then you get into the crowd thing that we've talked about. What does the crowd look like Saturday afternoon when Georgia comes to town? Georgia plays Mississippi State in Athens tonight. Um, then uh, they'll 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 travel to Oxford. I mean, what's the storyline in that game? It's not super compelling. Georgia's in year one under Mike White, the former Ole Miss guard. Mike's been back and coached to get yeah, Ole Miss a bunch of times. Yeah, that's not a story at this point. He's been around. I mean, you know, people see Mike. And be, hey, how's it going? But they're not coming back to the stadium to see Mike on no. Saturday. We've done that. Done that. Yeah. And so, you know, um, in the days of, hey, Mike might be the next coach at Ole Miss, which has been a storyline yeah, for sure. a while. It's no longer a storyline. Um, he's not leaving Georgia. I wouldn't. I wouldn't after one after year. After one year, that, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be stunned. Um, so I don't know what, what's compelling about that on Saturday. The weather's going to be really nice. NFL playoffs don't start until 3.30. There are no excuses if it's empty. Um. And then after that, they go to South Carolina, who got a big win over uh, over Kentucky last night. Kentucky's got issues. Oh boy! Then they go to Arkansas. Um, I don't remember past that. Arkansas. Pull it and, up, and, but. Well, it's the but I'm getting to the one. After Arkansas, they come back, and it's a Tuesday night, I think, maybe a Wednesday, but it's against Missouri. That is nice. at yes. home. I think it's the 24th. If I have the calendar stuck in my head correctly, I want to see what the crowd looks like that night. And if it's what I think it's going to be, I just think at some point you have to address – I've said this. You have to address the future because it becomes this looming thing. A herd of elephants sitting in the room. And you have to say, hey, we're going to do something, or hey, we're not going to do something, and here's why. And Six o'clock, Missouri, January 24th. Which is a Tuesday. That is correct. Yeah, Ole Miss is on a run of Tuesday night games. They don't play a Wednesday game until February the 15th. Okay. Oh, at home. There might be a road game. I don't what know. time's the South Carolina game? Not that I – I mean, it's just – uh, On the road? Yeah. 5.30. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, it's a 5.30 game. Arkansas is a morning game, I think. 11 a.m.? It is correct. In Fayetteville. And then – ESPN2. And then Missouri is a 6 o'clock game. That is correct. I would like to take this moment to thank the basketball gods. Stillwater 7, Kentucky's the next 8 o'clock game. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I mean, you're not bringing in new players right now. You, there's nobody to go get in the trade market. So, you, you this is the roster you have. And it's it's going to be tough, I think, as we go along. How does this compare to the last year of Andy? as far as elephants and what we knew is coming? Um, it's getting there. It's getting there. That team, it, it took a little longer, if I recall correctly, for it to... They had a couple close losses where you went, mm, you know, they had the ball rim out, A&M, and yeah. a couple things. It was like, eh, maybe. They didn't, they, it didn't start this slow, if I recall correctly. But then it got going. and I mean, I've, I've told this story before. Andy called me on a Sunday and said, hey, have you published your 10 thoughts yet? Oh, that's right. 
to which I was like, oh, you knew about 10 thoughts? Because we've never discussed 10 thoughts. And um, I said, no, not yet. I'm about done. And I said, hey, I need to talk to you about thought number one. I don't want, I don't want you to read it. Because what I had written was, it's time. Sure. It's over. It's time. And he's like, ah, well, don't publish yet. And I was like, why not? I can't tell you why I don't publish. Well, I knew what that meant. And so that was the middle of February. I don't jury duty week. Jury duty week. I don't know that we get to the middle of February. I don't I mean we're we're not even to the middle of January. Yeah. And it feels like these next couple of games, if they don't get one of them. I mean, you and I talked about this scenario yeah, way the, back. If, if you could get two then, okay, it's whatever. If you get one, it's kind of whatever. But if you lose one of the next two, and look, winning at South Carolina is going to be more difficult than people think it's going to be because South Carolina is going to look at that and go, that's a W. We got to go get it. Yeah. And so if you don't win but one of the next two, or you, God forbid, don't win either of the next two, they're going to be a double-digit underdog at Arkansas. Arkansas is off to a slow start. I think Arkansas is going to go to one and three tonight because I think they're losing to Alabama, who I think is yeah, the sure. best team in the league. Arkansas is going to look at Ole Miss and go, that's a game we got to have. Can't lose this. Have to have that one. You're going to get, you're going to start getting. So if you're, if you're 0 and 7 or 1 and 6 when Missouri comes to town on January the 24th and the attendance on a Tuesday night at 6 o'clock is whatever it will be. Sparse. Thank you. It's good work. Mm -hmm. You get really nervous when I look at the computer, don't you? Yeah, not really. I just make sure we don't have a streaming issue. You know, it's good. Well, I don't have a screen. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 well, we're going to have that hooked up at some point, yeah, which yeah, will be yeah. good. Okay. Um, no, look, it is what it is. It is what it, it is. It's it's what that, at that point, I mean, people people tell me that the only reason they listen to me is because I tell it like I think it is, and so I think where they are at that point is that you have to have a conversation, where you have to have a conversation about, hey, look if we're not going to be able to move forward with this, is this the time that we discuss the end of the season, how we handle this to take the pressure off of it, to alleviate the steam that's building up? And there might not be any steam building up. I don't know. I don't have a gauge on it. But it, yeah. message boards aren't necessarily the best gauge, no. but attendance is. And so if it's not going to go well, you have to address it. I think. Yeah, I mean, they announced 59 last night. Point being, we know that's not the actual one. If that is the announced, then that's still, yeah, that's 63% announced capacity. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where, where it is. So, all right, look around the league and a few other things coming up after the break. First, tell you about Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com, seven different flavors available for you. The New Orleans barbecue style, their most recent one. It's excellent. Kind of goes with everything, as does the uh, the signature. They got the full meals in a bag. They got the uh, the spicy option, the Louisiana shrimp bowl, and much more as well. They two pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. Let's get to the grocery store. Except a higher quality shrimp from the New Orleans based company. So that's PrimeShrimp.com. Use code MPW for twenty dollars off your first order using PrimeShrimp.com. Step into the new year in style. If you haven't made the move already, you need to experience the difference a quality sock makes. Go to deadsoxy.com into the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout. Get 25% off all orders, including sale items. They're the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. If you haven't tried them, 
you really owe it to yourself to give it a shot. So at least go on, look at the sale items, put the promo code Rebel Grove in at checkout, get 25% off. Try a pair or two of dead Soxies. You will get to where that's all you will ever wear. Trust me on this. You'll you'll absolutely love them. DeadSoxy.com, promo code Rebel Grove. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Uh, if you're checking out NFL playoffs this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, that uh, college basketball, the NBA's at the halfway point, so there's a lot of games and stuff on, go to Walk-Ons in Oxford or Ridgeland. Uh, check out their Voodoo Shrimp, their uh, Po'Boys, the Gumbo, 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app and uh, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers and A-Stock auctions. Uh, We'll take care of you. They have multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created uh, by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. They've got uh, a product that they're really proud of that you should uh, look into. It's called prescription support. If you take diabetes medicine, uh, high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medications, prescription support is going to help regulate the vitamins in your body. It's going to help with side effects. It's going to keep you more compliant and taking your medications, help you stay healthier, over the long term, it's solutionsrx.com, promo code OEP at checkout for 10% off your order. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. You know about the king cakes. They just need 24 hours to get that to you, whether it be a mini one or a large one. A lot of different uh, flavors available, including their new blueberry cheesecake. They're offering from Johnson Hill, and they're giving you their new cheese class offering. It is a Galentine's Day, February 13th, 6 to 730 Celebrate with the uh, other four percenters at their Valentine's themed cheese board building class. You can get tickets online, snacks, refreshments, and a special dessert included as well. So again, that's it. Johnstonhillcreamery.com or 662-419-9201. Uh, yeah, somebody asked in the thread earlier. Yeah, it's a little too early to talk about Valentine's Day. We still got enough. Still gonna send need to save that content for closer to a month than in a couple days from you're not, uh, you're not now. getting all your Valentine's Day stuff in order. Mm-mm. I don't think so. We're not even a President's Day yet, or whatever it is. Um, is it President's Day? Is that early February or like uh, Martin Luther King Day? And then it's like pre- next week. It's Pres- President's Day is after that, right? Yeah, some somewhere. It's like January the twenty something, isn't it? Oh, was it that soon? I don't know. I mean. Hey, Siri, when is President's Day? <laughs> President's Day is on Monday, February 20th, 2000. February 20th. Mm, close enough. After Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, around the league last night, you mentioned it quickly. South Carolina going into Rupp Arena. 
beating the Wildcats 71-68. They were up 10 at the break. Um, and then they hold them off. South Carolina 8-8. Eight and eight. They get their first SEC win of the season. Kentucky 10-6, and 1-3. It is Kentucky's worst SEC start since 1986-1987. They're incredibly mediocre at the moment. Um, I, I'm looking to see what it did to their net. Kentucky's? So you're thinking they're missing the tournament. Well, last night wasn't good. What do you got? I'm looking. Um, Here, hold on. I can go to I've got it right here. You have to scroll down all the way to SEC. Kentucky fell to, is that right? 62. Kentucky fell to 62. Yeah, that's correct. Hmm. Yeah, current, again, it's early, but current nets in the SEC, Tennessee 2, Alabama 6, Auburn 29, A&M 83, Missouri 33, Florida 59, Georgia 112, Arkansas 16, State 43, Vanderbilt 102, Carolina 242, LSU 101, Kentucky 62, Ole Miss 100. On the dot. Here's the bad news for the league right now. You got one, two, three, four, five, five programs, 100 or lower in net. Including Carolina at 242, even after the win at Rupp last night. They jumped 21 points last night. Yeah. Kentucky, meanwhile, fell 16. He's got to be gone. So there's a rumor that Texas wants to talk to John Calipari. He can leave whenever. There's no buyout. They guarantee him money if they were to get rid of him, obviously. Um, Doesn't this feel like a compromise for everyone involved? It is. Where Kentucky is struggling right now, and I'd love to talk to Kyle Tucker about this, is that they're gritting their teeth. They know they suck. They know that he hasn't done, given Kentucky standards, he hasn't done much in a while. I mean, it's been, it's it, it, you know, you it's got been a the, minute. I mean, you got the St. Peter's thing last year, but it goes beyond that. I mean, I'm real quickly, and I've got a point I'm getting to in a second. Mark Stoops is like, see, see. Well, hey. You know, he walks into the office a little bit like, yeah, All right, how about sure. that? But here's the deal. This is Kentucky's postseason going back to that 2015 team that lost to Wisconsin that was trying to go undefeated and be maybe the best team of all time. Okay. They lose to Wisconsin in the semifinals. Yeah. Round of 32 the next year. Don't make the Sweet 16. Okay. Elite eight. Good year. But still, Elite eight for Kentucky is like average. Sweet 16. Elite eight. Postseason canceled, missed the tournament, St. Peter's, one and three. That's the last four years. He has not been to a Final Four since 2015. So I thought the Texas thing. My daughter wasn't born the last time Kentucky went to a Final Four. Wow. She's like, I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. Pretty average team. It looks looks like to me. Yeah. (laughs) Carly ain't talking a lot of SEC basketball. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. sure. Uh Um, I thought the Calipari thing yesterday was interesting. Sorry, my, my point was okay. they are gritting their teeth because they also have this recruiting class that some people are calling the best recruiting class of all time. Yeah, and he'll take it to Texas with them. Yeah, they, they've already said basically they'd lose all of them and they'd head to Austin and hook them and the whole deal. So that's where Kentucky's going. And that's where Texas is like, we really don't care if he's losing right now. We'll hire him. And then the Kentucky job's open, and every coach in the country would be interested. Would Jay Wright come out of retirement to coach at Kentucky 
would Billy Donovan leave the Bulls to coach at Kentucky? Oh. Yeah, those are the conversations that, hey, it's, it's podcast like, gods, we... It's we, not we, like Kentucky is this poor, pitiful soul. No, I no, mean, no, no, They're, no. they're, they're, they're going to be all right. So it's, it's what's more important, this recruiting class or... Your program. Your program. Who would you say they're say at the end of the year they're no longer together coach team cal's out okay would you buy stock in kentucky or cal <sighs> say over five years oh okay let me talk let me talk through this sure cal's won everywhere he's ever been 100 percent. final fours at three different schools texas in this era has unlimited nil they do in every sport they could do Damn near anything in Austin. They're about to join the SEC. It took them three weeks to fire Chris Beard. They're all in. Yeah. They waited until they had to. They waited until they they made sure that legally they had crossed their T's and dotted their I's. Yeah. He was never coaching another game. Now, so I, I'm 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 all in on Calipari at at with his connections at Texas with their resources. The question then becomes what about Kentucky? And in today's era of basketball, they're still elite. They're still yeah. an upper crust gig. I mean, one of the best. They'll pay. But is it a sure thing that whoever you get is dominant? That you go out, you know. Now, if I'm them, I hire somebody who knows how to hustle, who knows how to recruit, and then I give him resources that he's never had. I hire Bruce Pearl um, all day. Well, I mean, I make Jay Wright tell me no like 47 times. I make Jay Wright tell me no. I mean, I, that's my dude if he I wants I assume to. that Jay Wright would tell me no. And that's fine, but I'm going to go camp out on his front porch and we're well, going to talk sure. about it. For sure. Can I bet on both? Because it feels like Cal's... The, 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 you think Cal will win at Texas? Yeah. And when I say win, I mean win. Yeah. The class that he's about to bring in, he's got a hard time losing. No, I get it. Now he's got to play together. That's been his problem. He's well. He's gonna look. His he's had elite players and hadn't done shit with them over the last six years. You know, sometimes you get a little older. Well, that's what's happened. Father time. That cat is unbeaten. He had he had an older team last year. Struggled with it. Yeah. He has the one and done. Struggled with them. Well, now the rumor in coaching circles is that he is running an offense that is essentially antiquated. That they are super easy to prepare for. I told you the athletic wrote that story the other day. It was like, ooh. Yeah. They're really I easy. I think archaic was the word used in the story. They're really easy to prepare for. They're really easy to scout. It's really easy to get your team ready to play them. And when you don't have elite athletes, and he doesn't right now, you, you become pretty average. And you're still Kentucky, and so that says Kentucky across your jersey. And so when South Carolina comes in there, they're like, you can do the, hey, who's your speech? Yeah, sure. We got nothing to lose tonight, boys. Let's get after it. Let's go take a free shot. And then kids play hard. It's Rupp. You've been to Rupp? Yeah. You walk into Rupp and you're like, this is cool. A lot of stuff's happened here. It's cool. This is like a mecca of basketball. And then that arena is kind of the way the sound goes and the, the, the it looks like something. And you get excited and you play hard. So you're going to get their best shot. You're Alabama football. You're gonna get there. You're gonna get everybody's best shot. And if you're not ready to play, and his team hasn't been, you get beat. 
Ginger, who lives with a Kentucky fan, says uh, list Jay Wright, Billy Donovan, Nate Oates, Musselman, Scott Drew. Oh, okay. Nate Oates would be. That'd be hell at Kentucky now. Boy, I'm going to tell you now. That, that You'd have to think about that one, wouldn't you? I'm going to tell you, Nate Oates is damn good. I don't know whether Billy would leave the NBA to get back into recruiting. The rumor, well, not even rumor, the, you talk to people who know Billy, and they'll tell you he hated recruiting at the end. Just didn't like it. And he's done a good job in the NBA and is well thought of in the NBA. Like if the Bulls fired him tomorrow, he would have options immediately. Yeah. Who are the other? Uh, Musselman. Musselman would be interesting there. He's a little different for Kentucky. I don't know that that's, you know, Musselman. Oates a, makes more sense than Musselman. Oates is a little more corporate he is. than Musselman or Pearl. Yeah. I'd hire Bruce Pearl. I'm such a fan. You would, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, you you hand me a, basket, a school and go, all right, here's your basketball program. I'm going to go cover Pearl. I mean, I'm going to say this out loud just to say it. If I'm Ole Miss and this goes badly the rest of the way, I'm calling Stephen Pearl. Oh. I am. Really? Absolutely. No, no question about it. I'm not saying he's my only, I'm not saying he's my top choice, but I'm, I'm doing research on a bunch of dudes and he's going to be one of the people I'm talking to. Absolutely. Why not? Okay. Wow. Absolutely making that call. You watch Auburn's program. Make sure this gets over to auburnsports.com where I, I, I'm, I'm told that I don't need to go there. Um, you look at their basketball program year in and year out. Tell me it has no flaw. They're fun. They're talented. The kids have fun. And more history than Ole Miss, but not like they're Kentucky or Florida or no, somebody. No, I mean, you I, mean, I mean, no offense to Auburn, but nobody goes, hey, you know, let's talk college basketball historical powers. All right, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, Auburn. No, that, that doesn't. Doesn't fit. I mean, we're we're still not that far past the Jeff Lebo era. I mean, it's yeah. it's been Yeah. Cliff Ellis, Tommy Joe Eagles. You can go down the list. Tony was it Tony Barbie? Was Tony it? Barbie. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, Bruce has done a hell of a job. Hell of a job. They're fun to watch, man. I mean, if I'm flipping and Auburn basketball is on, I typically stop for a few minutes. Hey, let's see what they're doing tonight. Wendell Green, the little guard, gets yells at the fans and stuff. He's fun. I, I like watching him play. He's got that smile on his face. He's just fun. I enjoy watching him play. He's kind of loose cannon sometimes, and sometimes he goes over the edge and they implode a little bit, but you never know what you're going to get. Here's what you know you're always going to get from them. They're always going to play really hard. They're always going to play with pace. They're going to be fun. Going to be a little chippy. Which is fine. I like watching his teams play. But boy, Nate Oates at Kentucky. Whew. That feels fun. I'm going to tell you now. That feels. I'm going to tell you because, hey, he's a national title contender where he is. He is. You put him at Kentucky. Whew. Whew. I guess that's my point is if you're Kentucky, you would rather have Nate Oates than John Calipari today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Calipari, the only thing, it's the Kentucky's deal is, all right, we're going to lose that class. 
So we're probably going to have an off. We're going to suck. We're going to have another off year. Yeah. And they're two off years in a row. Are you though? It's Kentucky. You're telling me Oates couldn't get into the damn portal and go pay four great players to come play. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, hey, he, starting point guard that's awesome at St. Mary's. You want to come play at Kentucky? Now, I'm making he's names. more of a go recruit blue chip guys and put them together. He is, but you could also fix it. Yeah, he could fix it quickly. The checkbook is higher at Kentucky than Alabama for basketball. And Oates is a culture guy. He really, is. really, really good. And he's frustrated with Alabama because they he keeps going, hey, we need to build this new arena. And Alabama's like, yeah, we do. Football. You're right, but <laughs> will you go talk to Nick? Now, Oates did call Kentucky basketball fans spoiled the other day, but we'll, we'll get over they it. They are. Yeah, we'll get over it. They'd get over it fast. Yeah. I mean, they can't really argue. No. I mean, if you're a Kentucky basketball fan, you don't hear, hey, you guys are spoiled. You don't hear that and go, you son. No, you're uh, okay. You're right. As somebody said, he's, I mean, Calipari has underachieved. There's no doubt about that given his classes. He's also been to, yeah, eight or nine uh, Elite Eight since like 2009. I mean, they, they've been around. Yeah. Well, they're not firing him. He has. But if you're Kentucky and Calipari walks in and goes, you know, I'm th- really thinking about taking this Texas job. Do you fight back? Do you go, no, no, John, here's, here's another $100 million. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Been a hell of a run. Yeah. Thank you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. We'll, Enjoy. See, we'll see you in league play. Yeah, sure. I will. Oh.
That's right. Kind of forgot about that. Well, from a sexiness for a TV standpoint, this is one of the reasons I, I keep hearing stuff and I'm like, huh. Kentucky, Texas. Because Texas is joining the SEC soon in yeah. basketball. Yeah. They are. And so. You'd love some storylines yeah. if you've got the TV contract. Yeah. And John Calipari at Texas going against Kentucky. That'd do it. I mean, I'd watch. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. If your prescriptions the same day each month, take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it from G&M. They also can transfer your medications with just one phone call. They take care of the rest. Let them take care of you again, whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or G&M here in Oxford. That's 662-236-2222. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. All natural ingredients keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider. It's a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator as well. It's got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381 to learn more. Talked about Valentine's Day a little bit ago. If you're uh, shopping for Valentine's Day, I recommend Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been uh, serving the Oxford area for about three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, whatever. They've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in um, Addison and Jackson, but they've got clients in more than 20 states. They've got advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. To learn more, go to uh, mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. He um, Here's what you do with John. You just... Give him a call. If you're thinking about traveling, maybe you're thinking about spring break, maybe you're thinking about the summer, maybe you're already thinking about the holidays, whatever the case may be, just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. That's a really important part. Give him a budget and then sit back. You don't have to do anything. And he will come up with a uh, variety of options to help you make a special trip one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First time clients save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. They want to thank Rebel Nation for their support in 2022. Thanks to your generosity, the Champions Now campaign during the $52 million mark. I'm looking forward to an even bigger 2023. For info on supporting Ole Miss Athletics, that's give2athletics.com. And one way to do that with basketball season going on is to uh, show support for the men's and women's hoop teams. You can do that by uh, signing up for the Pledge Per Win campaign today. Sign up to pledge a specific specific amount for every Rebel win, and you earn Blue Power priority points through every donation. So that's give to athletics.com slash donate, or you can just call the office, find out more, 662-915-7159. Elsewhere, just quickly in the SEC yesterday, Tennessee moves to uh, 
14 and two overall. I guess they are still undefeated in the SEC as well. Yep. Uh, 77-68 over the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vandy was kind of game for a little while last night. Pretty good game. Tennessee sleepy, but got through it. Vandy's not bad. Robbins for Vanderbilt, 18 and seven last night. Phillips, 15 and six for uh, for Tennessee. I did see a stat, and look, <coughs> Tennessee is very lucky. I'm sorry, very, very good defensively, but there's a lot of luck involved in this as well. Have you seen this three-point defense number? Mm-mm. So Tennessee, number one in the country in three-point defense by some stupid amount. Teams are hitting like 19% of their threes against Tennessee on the season. Okay. So much so that Alabama is number 10 in the country in that stat. They are closer to the 238th ranked team than they are Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. Tennessee is just on this run right now where nobody's hitting threes at all. And now, look, they are good defensively. They're really good. But three-point defense is a little bit of a luck thing, too. And There is and, some and, luck involved. Yeah. But, so, no, they're really good. So, I guess if you were selling on Tennessee, is there a regression and teams are going to start hitting threes? Or yeah. are they still going to do what they are, are doing? I mean, they're really tough in the backcourt. They guard the perimeter really, really well. They've got size in the middle. Like the Tennessee-Alabama game, I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Contrasting styles a little bit because Alabama wants to go. Tennessee wants to Muddy it up. get in the mud a little bit. Um, I mean, everybody does the deal with Barnes, you know, second round Rick, all that. Some of that is just the damn tournament. It's just so, so matchup oriented. You can have a really – look at Auburn last year. You can have a really good team and just get the wrong matchup and – get bounced in the second round. I mean, Auburn was better than a top 32 team last year. They just caught they, they caught Miami. Okay. They caught a team with big guards, and Auburn had small guards. They have small guards again this year. So a lot of their tournament advancement will come down to who they draw. And if you get a team with big physical guards, you're going to have an issue. So I guess my point is some of that how far you win in the tournament thing. Sometimes that's not completely fair. Sure. I'm I'm all in on the guy that's consistently in the, consistent in the regular season and his teams get to the tournament consistently. If you get there enough, eventually you'll get the right draw. What we kind of thought would happen, we followed this throughout, so I guess we'll put a bow on it now, assuming no other uh, news. Carlos Correa signing with the uh, Minnesota Twins yesterday. Physical pending. Three contracts accepted, two scrapped, one question lingering, as the athletic put it. Six years, $200 million. So he gets his $33 million per year. There's the AAV is pretty good, but a much shorter contract. Twins get a, a discount on whatever the hell this is. Um, he loses $135 million from it's, what? It's, it's, they're talking about a surgically repaired lower right leg is what is going on with this. He broke his ankle, tibia, whatever, in 2015. Hasn't had any issues. But had a play last season in September at second base where he was in a lot of pain. And afterwards, he said, yeah, it hit me right on the plate. And last year, and you know this with baseball, everything in baseball's metrics. Everything. And his defensive metrics got weird last year. And some people go, maybe it's a one-off. And other people go, yeah, his range was really different. And so if that's a sign of things because of that plate, because of the way that ankle was repaired, if that's a sign of of 
how quickly he will deteriorate when Father Time starts saying, all right, I think I'm going to turn my attention to Carlos here. And the answer is that we won't know this for a while. Let's kind of wait and see. Yeah, and so if you're just a fan, you're like, hey, let's roll the dice. If you're a team in the front office, and you're like, that's $33 million a year. And you have to what think. What if he deteriorates? You have to think that the twins are going to get him through the physical because they're intimately familiar with him at this point. I mean. Yeah. Now, they signed him last year to a three-year deal with opt-outs. And so they knew they were signing him to a one-year deal. So you didn't care as much. You probably didn't dig as deep into the physical. Now, six years, $200 million for the Minnesota Twins. That's not a big market club. No. I'm wondering if, because if you're their doctors, right, you know that he's been flagged twice. They're probably going to dive into it. Speaking of player, the players are going to be out for a little while, potentially. Um, Red Sox get news, Trevor Story, their shortstop. He signed a six-year, $140 million deal last offseason. Injured his throwing elbow this offseason. Had Tommy John on Monday. They think he's probably back this season because he's not a pitcher, but little little news there for uh, Been a, a rough, lot of money. Rough offseason for them. Six for 140. Although they did extend Raphael Devers, which was devastating. I had gotten my hopes up. You really had. You had sort of bought that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm. You got somebody. What well, are you worried about? I'm, 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 I'm trying not to get. I'm trying to have options so that I'm not just all in on my guy Shohei oh. come November. Because that's going to occupy some thought. It already is. Okay. Yeah. It'll be his free agency. If the words Cubs come up with his free agency, I will be. You're going to set one of those little Google alerts yeah. that puts Shohei, free agency, Cubs, all yeah. in a, a, a data my field. Bl- my blood pressure medicine will. I'll have to go find some, yeah. Speaking of contracts, Roquan Smith, the former Georgia player, he uh, signs with the Ravens yesterday or agrees to a, a deal. Um, the largest contract ever given to an inside linebacker yesterday, five years, $100 million with uh, $60 million in total guarantees. Here's what's interesting about Roquan Smith. Uh-huh. Good player. Makes a lot of sense. Do you make that the first order of business when Lamar Jackson's situation is right got there? got a lot of problems with that. Right? I mean, if you're Lamar Jackson, do you go, okay, wait a minute. You gave the money to him. Well, I know they're going to say, I can give money to him and you. No big deal, whatever. But shouldn't you have given it to me first? Shouldn't you have made me priority one? You want me to go play Sunday night not completely healthy? And you're giving the money to him? He's been here for what, a cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. I've been here a minute. We built this thing around me. Makes me wonder... If the Ravens, and giving, I'm just... I'm giving up? Nope. Makes me wonder if the Ravens go, you know, wonder what we'd get if we shopped Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Wonder where we could get in the draft if we shopped Lamar Jackson. Could we get Bryce Young? Would Chicago listen? Would Chicago move off Justin Fields? For Lamar Jackson? I'm I'm just saying out loud, if I'm if I'm Baltimore, if I'm in the NFL and I see that news yesterday, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is wait a minute, you Roquan Smith. Huh. That couldn't have waited. The Bears 
are so fascinating on what they do here. They can do anything. Because Fields is fine. He's got to get better throwing the football. He's okay. He's good enough to convince you that maybe you're okay there. Mm-hmm. Do you just do you trade it? Do you get Will Anderson? Do you do all these different things. But it's a GM that didn't bring in Justin Fields. He's brand new. I know. He can go, hey, I, not my guy. He could shop Fields and still keep the number one pick. Sure. And get Bryce Young and try to turn it into something else. And Sure. Or he could combine fields and the pick. I mean, makes you wonder. Now, how do you feel about Justin Fields if you're what you saw? Because right now with Justin Fields, I mean, Lamar's a better quarterback. Sure, sure. But now Fields did some things in the second half of the season where you went, well, maybe. Baltimore would have to figure out where they are in their window. Because if they're still in their window, now maybe you decide, hey, Lamar's not going to get it done for us. So even if... Somebody else. Sure. Is he playing Sunday? They haven't said. You anticipate him playing Sunday? I did until yesterday. And I heard that and I went, huh? Interesting. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Locked up an inside linebacker. If I'm, I mean, if I'm Lamar Jackson's representation, I picked up the phone. Hey, what's up? What, 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 what are you doing? Do I need to, you trying to tell me something? Roquan Smith's been there like five weeks. Yeah. We've been there a while. Speaking of agent conversations, Rippy's new podcast is on the network. He talked to Michael Portner yesterday. It is up. Uh, they discussed contract negotiations for Orlando Brown, signing Laquan Treadwell, and uh, just kind of how it works when you're looking for new clients or uh, working through NFL negotiations. So that on the uh, on the network and BNPW Digital. We got a long time to talk about it. Sure. But if you're Chicago, you're the Bears, what are you? Oh, we got days. What are you kind of thinking, though? What's your initial? We can do like a nine-part series with Courtney Cronin in February. We ain't got anything else to talk about. But you're at least, I mean, you're actively getting on the phone, oh. right, and listening to everybody. Oh, hey, no matter what the offer is, come on. Let's, yeah, I, let's I mean, I'm it. an open book. Here's my, hey, here's here, hit me up. Yeah. Got Here lots is of my time. number. I got a quarterback and I got a pick. What do okay, you want? Okay, okay. So let's say you're the Bears. And obviously I'm setting the stage for four months worth of conversations. You're the Bears, and you start diving deep, as you should, into Bryce Young. Sure. And you become very enamored. What do you do? You shop Fields and draft Bryce Young. That's what you do. Fields, look, and it's why they get paid the money to make these kind of decisions. Fields is potentially the worst kind of quarterback that we talk about all the time, that is just good enough to convince you he's good enough. Yeah. But he's not. Yeah. Just good enough to be good enough. But you're either winning a title or you're not in the NFL. Absolutely. You're either one of the top six, seven teams, and you can go on a run because you have quarterback play to do it, or you're not. You're either a team that you, when you look at it realistically, not not with the, the fake BS at the beginning of the year, when you look at it realistically and you go, okay, do we have the kind of roster that can consistently make a playoff run? Because, again, winning the Super Bowl is hard. You saw that with the Saints. I mean, they were a really good team. They won one. Yeah. Peyton Manning all those years in Indianapolis well, won one. one. Yeah. It's hard. 
But no one would look back on those uh, that Colt era or the Saints era and go, "Oh, we we, we failed." No, no, you were in, you were playoffs every year. When you look at Justin Fields, is there anything so far? And again, it's super early. But is there anything so far where you go, "Yep, we're going to be a perennial, no. a perennial contender," as opposed to you've got all this money, all this money. I mean, the Bears have this just super flexibility. They're like plastic man. I mean, they what, stretch Armstrong. Yeah, I think whatever. I told you they have 108 and something like that. They can do anything they want. I mean, you got to go. Don't you have to dive deep into Bryce Young and to CJ Stroud? You've got to make sure that one of those guys isn't the next Patrick Mahomes, the next Joe Burrow, the next Josh Allen. You got to dive deep into those cats. And if you get enamored with one of them, and here's the deal also, you've got to, and, and the message you've got to send to everybody is, hey, look, we might take a quarterback. You want Bryce Young? Don't sit here and just assume. You can get to two and be fine. Hey, Texas, you got the two and the 12? I mean, Houston, two yeah. and the 12, that's a minimum champ. That, that's, the, that's the starting offer. It's probably bigger than that. Because you tell them, don't just assume we're going to take Will Anderson and let you take Bryce Young. Yeah, because you never know who might call. The Raiders might call. Somebody might. The Saints might call. I don't know who's going to call. Someone's going to call. Yeah, and we're listening, and we might lie to you for fourteen minutes and fifty nine seconds on that Thursday night. So if you want him, yeah, Saints don't have any picks, but hey, here's Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and this dude and this dude and this I mean, dude. I don't know. know if I'm the Bears. I'm just I'm an. The next three months, I'm on my my cell phone is just on fire it is it is my it is my favorite nfl storyline is are the teams that have quarterbacks who they convince themselves can win super bowls and they stick with them for years and years and years because it works both ways we all believe justin herbert is going to be in that category that can win a super bowl so it gives you so much more flexibility because you just need to get hot through a postseason because you got the quarterback it's why this game is so big for dallas this weekend oh god that you lose and you go just can't do it it's just not well you look at jacksonville I mean, people were ready to write off Trevor Lawrence, and now all of a sudden he looks like an NFL quarterback. He does. I mean, Justin Herbert, when he's healthy, is a stud. You see Josh Allen. You see Patrick Mahomes. You see Joe Burrow. Yeah, Tennessee had the one seed last year, and we didn't. none of us thought they were the Super Bowl team because they had Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Because they weren't. They had a mediocre quarterback who got beat by a great quarterback Yeah, in a playoff game. Because that happens. I mean, Chad Johnson yesterday was talking about Cincinnati. He goes, they can go all the way. Why do you say that? <laughs> Joe Burrow. It's a quarterback league. I'll tell you this. If I'm, if I'm Chicago and I end up keeping the number one pick, I am picking a quarterback. I am not sitting there and wasting an opportunity and nothing against Will Anderson or the, or the big kid at Georgia. Mm-hmm. If I'm taking one of those guys, it's because I traded down to two or three to do it. Yeah, sure. If I'm drafting, I got extra dude. If I draft at number one, I am taking a quarterback. Yeah. No chance that I draft Will Anderson number one. I might draft him number two because Houston traded up. And then I also have the 12 pick, and I've got their second round pick, and I probably have their fourth round pick. Cockiness is kind of his shtick, but I laughed at Burrow the other day when they asked him what the window was for the Bengals, and he said his entire career. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the best was someone. He was, he was, uh, they were getting ready to play Tampa. And someone asked him about, you know, have you given any thought to going up against, you know, 
Tom Brady and history and his place in history and stuff. And Burrow looked at the reporter and said, honestly, no. <laughs> and I was like, God. Uh, yeah. He would have been a cornerback in a past life. Never been beat. All good. No, yeah. all, Joe, all, Burrow's all fine. The, Joe Burrow is the guy that if he wanted to, he just walks into a bar and goes, ladies. Yeah. Heart rate didn't go up at all. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, the rest of you can leave. Yeah. I mean, that's his confidence. Helps you out last night. Uh, interesting thing. The Miami Heat set a new record in the NBA. They go 40 for 40 from the free throw line last night to beat the Oklahoma Whew. City Thunder by a point. Uh, Jimmy Butler responsible for 23 of those um, in the uh, 112-111 win over the Thunder. Thunder hit the halfway point last night. They are four games better than they were a year ago, which is a blessing. That's because good. Because they're actually a lot better than yeah. they were a year ago. That's good management there. That's It's time for some guys to turn an ankle. It's time to start sitting. Wouldn't be the worst thing if you had SGA out for four to six weeks. He's so good. I mean, he's really, really good. And they don't get credit for it because they play in such a small market. And Grizzlies fans can relate to this. He should absolutely should make the all-star team. Jalen Williams, the rookie from Santa Clara, not the one from Arkansas, the one from Santa Clara should be is is should be on the all rookie team. He's been fantastic. They they're they're better than they need to be. They need to sit some people. Hit the tank button here soon. I don't know that they will. I mean, they're they're not in the playoff picture, thank God, but I wish that they would increase their Go lot. ahead and call it a day. Let's increase our lottery odds. Let's just let's just get a few more ping pong balls. There's a couple of studs in that draft at a minimum, including one that is a franchise changing player. He'll be hell on the Pelicans. Boy, if he's a Pelican, look out. <laughs> I mean, look out. They put a they put a line out there. Everybody's healthy. Be must they'd be must see TV. Yeah, because people do think Wimanyana is that 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 kind of dude. I mean, you never know when a guy that big is he going to hold up? Is his body going to hold up? Is he going to be Yao Ming, or is he going to be you know who who is he going to be? But yeah, yes, from they a, need him to be not skill set, but you need Kevin Durant, not Greg Oden. Yeah, and he won't be Odin. I mean, there's a chance that he's top five player in the game within two years. Yeah. There's a chance that he's the guy, like, to about windows, that your window is as long as he's on the roster. Right. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps. or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband, that's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra help, and much more. So, again, all of Lafayette County, parts of Pontotoc or Union Counties, if you did not previously have internet, at 662-238-3159. Brought to you by OPA. It's Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. Great libations, great food. Candlelit patio, so much more. It's a great place for uh, you to enjoy lunch or dinner. When next time you're in Oxford, uh, check them out. Opa uh, on the square in Oxford. I'll have a mailbag up later today. I'm a little behind on it uh, today because of AP US history and 
Oxford Tupelo Soccer. But we'll get there. And it's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial and residential family homes, 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. We'll have uh, picks up for the uh, NFL playoffs. Probably put those up on Saturday morning. It's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you whether you're seeking an entry-level position or whether you're a seasoned professional. Um, they also can help your company find quality, hard-to-find talent. Uh, keep in mind, payment of service is solely contingent on if you hire a candidate that they sent to you. you got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website service, specialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself every day. Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, Healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings. Uh, Also, you can buy your first horse, compete at nationally recognized competitions as well. So much going on at Southern Traditions. Great place for events as well. So get in touch with the people there on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. It's one of my, it, it, I laugh every time I see it because Brian, despite being 15 picks out of Neil's picks first place, he, uh, he is still winning the overall if you just pick the yes. winners. He, he has yes. like a three or four game lead in the, uh, in the winners there from, uh, from, from, from yeah. Neil's picks. We've got that. We've got that. Uh, Butcher versus Spin Instructor back uh, later this week. Campbell's taking a commanding lead oh, on, really? on Greg. Yes, she's she's on her way to her second title in three years. Okay. She's got a better record than I do. <laughs> Does she? Yeah. Just again, I think you can know too much. You you can well you can know enough to think too much. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think you're better off if you just have like two seconds to make a pick. Yeah. Hey, Chief Spinkles, go. Okay, done. Yeah. I'm out. People are asking about portal stuff. Here's the deal. The portal's kind of in a shutdown window for a few days. There was a five-day visit window. Then they shut it down. They reopen a five-day visit window, I think, on Friday. So I don't know who Ole Miss has coming in on Friday. They've got guys coming in. The, the way that the portal is right now, it's so competitive just to get guys to come visit. And guys don't take 48-hour visits. They take quick visits. Sometimes they're squeezing three visits into what would be a one official visit weekend. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. They're bang, 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 meetings. It's very much like NFL free agency. And you don't want to announce who you've got coming in because someone might try to poach that visit from you. And you don't really know. You can think you've got a visit lined up, and then the kid takes a visit to X and cancels on you because he goes ahead and commits. I get that it's frustrating 
for coaches, especially coaches that don't have the same piggy bank. I mean, I really did it. I mean, it has to be deflating in ways it's hard to explain when it's your career and your profession and you're as competitive as you are. But if you're Brett Bellamy, you can't tweet that yesterday. No. Just take the loss and move on with yep. the day. It is what it is. It's clear that Avery Jones, he goes to Auburn. Um, Brett, he quote tweets it, says college football is changing every day, hashtag NIL. Yes, not wrong, but it's a stop. Comes out later and questions a reporter who said it was a loss for Illinois. Quote tweets that. It's like, yeah. stop. I get it. I understand. It's got to suck, but such is the world we're in right now. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, we don't talk about it because neither one of us really follow it. I'm like, it may be a pseudo fan in the standpoint of I'll keep an eye on the standing, sort of, even the team I follow sucks. But saw this morning Connor McDavid in the NHL got a generational all time talent here that mm-hmm. the normal sport public knows who he is, but beyond that, no idea what he's doing. Yeah. If you're a hockey fan, you're. You're glued. Right. But beyond that, it's kind of whatever. Plays for Edmonton. Um, Only one player in in NHL history, obviously Wayne Gretzky, has gotten to 2,000 points in a career. Um, There's a story today about how McDavid is just 25 years old and he has an incredibly clear path to 2,000 if he stays healthy into his late 30s, which in in hockey is, is a pretty common thing. He has 774 points right now, including this year's torrid pace. 77 in just 42 games. He's projected to finish uh, this season with a total of 845 career points. So you're talking almost halfway there at 25 years old. If he maintains a 120-point pace for the next five seasons, he would hit 1,000 by his 27th birthday, 1,500 by his 30th, and a, as they call it, a rather conservative projection, 2,000 by age 37. So you're talking about somebody who's just – Laying through the uh, yeah I mean, stats on there. his way to being the greatest ever. I mean, that's where he's headed with Gretzky. I, I yeah. Mean, whoa, whoa. I mean, I don't know. A he lot has of, more goal. Gretzky has more goals than anybody else has points. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know a lot of hockey people. But yeah, the I mean, hockey, whoa, pe- whoa, the whoa, hockey whoa, people whoa. that I know. Neil's now claiming McDavid is better than Wayne Gretzky. Uh, the hockey period. people that I know say that he is on his way to being greater than Gretzky. Which is a hell of a statement, because that's like saying, "Hey, he's better than Jordan." Yeah, Edmonton is pretty pedestrian. They are uh, twenty-one, eighteen, and three on the uh, on the season. They were they are in one, two, three, four, five, fifth place in the Pacific. I think I could get the Western Conference Central teams. Otherwise, I would have no prayer of getting all the teams in each division in oh, the God, NHL. No. no clue. I think I could get that one division, but that's the only one I could get. Yeah. I don't even I, I have enough cursory knowledge of the Blackhawks to get that division. And that's that's so that, that's Blackhawks, Blues, Wild. Yeah. Dallas. Okay. Nashville. Oh, they're okay. Winnipeg. Um, Colorado and Arizona. Okay. I would not have been able to do it. See, it gets a little yeah. It's not just up in a straight midwestern line there for you to take over the uh what's las vegas in they are in the uh pacific with the oilers that's vegas la the kings seattle calgary edmonton vancouver san jose anaheim okay and that side the more you know the hockey environment in vegas has been great was awesome 
been great. It was so cool. It was really fun. Like if I lived, if I lived there and could get season tickets, I probably would. Would you? That was fun. Brian asking, what's the upset in the NFL this week? If there's one, who is it? Um, and you don't get to claim Dallas over Tampa. I haven't seen odds. Actually, let's go to let's go to odds. Hold on, real would, quick. I've got them right here. Okay. S- Seattle is a ten point dog at the Niners. No. The Chargers are a one point favorite at Jacksonville. I don't know if that's I like- could see Jacksonville winning that football game. Okay. Miami is a ten and a half point underdog at Buffalo. Nope. No way. Nope. Here's a candidate. The Giants, a three point dog at Minnesota. And here's the one I fear. Baltimore, a six and a half point dog at Cincinnati. Bengals, two offensive linemen down. Second week in a row playing the same team. No, they didn't do much last week. They were very vanilla. But that's the one I worry about, the Sunday night game. If you told me I had to put money on a dog, I think I'd go Baltimore. Then one of the next two. There's only one more, Dallas minus three Uh, at Tampa. So if I can't have that one, because that's my game. Well, you can have it, but you can have it at Tampa. They're the underdog. Yeah, I'm taking Tampa. Yeah. You would take that over any of the rest of them. Look, I think I, 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 I almost want Dak to prove me wrong because yeah. I, I have nothing against Dak Prescott. Sure. But I've just watched Dallas choke in playoffs. And they were awful last week. Just awful against Washington. And on the other side, I know who I got. You got to go beat Tom Brady on a Monday night in a playoff game. And I just, I know he's 4,000 years old. And he's had a rough year. And and he doesn't look look like Tom Brady. But you think one night. But he's going to roll out there and it's going to be, that's Tom Brady. And I just don't, don't, I'm not in the mood to bet against Tom Brady. Brady can't do it week over week, but he might do it one time. Yeah. I could show up one day. Someone goes, do you think, so you think Tampa's going to the Super Bowl? I don't. That's not what I said. But do I think Tampa could win a playoff game? Yep. I do. Yeah. Might squeeze every bit of the limit. Well, it's like a couple years ago when they go to Green Bay and win, and you're like, son of a bitch. Pardon my French. Yeah, you're good. Like, how'd they do that? Think about that. I mean, he he goes to Tampa Bay as a 40 and to Green Bay as a 42, 43-year-old guy. Aaron Rodgers has had the best year of his career, is unbeatable, and Tampa wins. You're like, oh well, Tampa won't be able to handle the cold. It's like it's Tom Brady. Tampa won't be able to it's Tom Brady. It's only it's only a point and a half, but I think my pick is Jacksonville beating the Chargers. They have the better coach. They're hot as hell. All right, on a scale of one to ten, where one is I'm not watching that shit. And 10 is, I. you couldn't drag me away from the set. Sure. Seattle at San Francisco. Like is a bad word because these 49ers are a team I really want to hate, but I enjoy watching them play. Okay. Uh, seven. Yeah, I was going to say seven. Yeah. Chargers at Jacksonville. Nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm All in. I'm, I'm approaching a 10. As much as a 4-5 game can be, it's up there. Yeah. Two I'm, young quarterbacks like that, I'm good. Yeah. Miami at Buffalo. I like the Bills a lot. They're okay. kind of the team I follow the most out of the AFC. Miami, though, does nothing for me. So right. it's it's like a seven and a half. Okay. I'm like a four. Oh, really? Yeah. Just because you think it's a blowout. Yeah. 
Okay. Giants at Vikings. Hey, hey, real quick, here's yep. the thing with Buffalo. They are missing defensive dudes. Oh, at I know. some point. Hey, New England did some things the other day. I mean, that's the thing about this is I don't and I get Josh Allen and all this, and I think fully healthy, they are the clear favorite. I do. I think they're better than the Chiefs. I think they're the favorite. But not having Hamlin and not having Von Miller is I know. a hell of a dif- change. I know. I know. I think they're very gettable. I don't I, do I think too. they lose next week. You think they lose? I think they could lose next week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Giants at Vikings. For some reason, I'm like an eight here. The Giants are the least talented team in the playoffs. They've been a great story. That ball is a coach of the year candidate. And again, I've had an affinity for Minnesota all year. So, yes, I'm pretty high on this game for whatever reason. Baltimore at Cincinnati. It's high. They hate each other. Yeah. It, it, it's a 10. This is the new Steelers Ravens. Yes. It's it just up there. Sure. Let's, let's, let's check it out. Watch it. I'm all in. And then Dallas, Tampa Bay. I'm a ten. I'm, I it's mean, got to be close in the second half for you to watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm out early, and then I'll really? check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll check the scores, and as they go, and I go, okay, now I'm in, and now I'm a ten. But no, they got to prove it to me. See, I'm super intrigued on this game because one of two things is going to happen: either Dallas is going to answer the bell, and I'm like, okay, boy, this Dallas Philly game next week is going to be something, or it's going to be squirrely where it looks like they could lose, and I'm watching this going. So if you're Dallas. Because if you're Dallas and you wake up on Tuesday morning and your season is over, you've got to set up, you've got to get around the round table and someone's got to raise his hand. Uh, Mr. Jones, I, I realize this is probably going to get me fired, but I, you asked me to do this since so I'm going to do it. We've got to change quarterbacks. This doesn't work, Mr. Jones. Yeah, we got sir. a window now. Sir, Mr. Jones, sir. You asked me to give you the truth, and here's the truth. Mm-hmm. Please don't kill me. I've I've already packed my office, by the way. Yeah, I mean I'm that guy. I'm I'm saying this doesn't work. We we've we've got to think about. Hey, are are the Ravens really shopping Lamar Jackson? Because we got to go got to figure this out. You know, is is Tom Brady wanting to play a year in Dallas? We're good. Okay. I'm, that's that's what I'm asking. If, and on the flip side, if he wins against Tampa. Now we go to Philly and it's a showdown. Cowboys. Now Eagles. it's like prove it. Here we go. Hey. I mean, Cowboys, Eagles, divisional playoff. That game. won't be a difficult environment at all. I mean, Cowboys. Sign that. me up. Yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, yeah. I mean, look. Next week, because this is like good, good NFL week. Yeah. Next week, you could get San Francisco as the three against, I'm sorry, as the two. San Francisco against either the Giants or the Vikings. It's a good game. You could get Eagles. Uh, no, Giants would play the Eagles. No, they're the six. Yeah, you could still get the – that would take the seven. Yeah. Winning, though. You know, we got a movable yeah. bracket. Yeah, Giants are the six, so they would. But if it's, if it's Minnesota, you'd get, you'd get Niners-Vikings, which is a good game. And you'd get Cowboys-Eagles, which would be sign me up. It would be such a huge weekend of prove it for Dak and Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Both of them. You go into that weekend going, hey, right here. And then on the other side, you'd get Kansas City against potentially Jacksonville, Chargers, and you'd get that Bills-Bengals game. It's going to sound bad because the way the game got canceled, it had to be canceled. But the Bengals, if they got a shot at the Bills, I think the Bengals would go in there pretty pissed off. Like, Because the Bengals, I can tell you from reading between the lines on some of the co- content around that team they're kind of like i don't know how we turned into the bad guy here but okay 
and they didn't. It just I'm they're pissed at the I league. don't have empathy for the NFL necessarily, but I don't know what the option was. They're, I, they're, they're, they are pissed at the league. And and sometimes even if the if the anger is not justified, if you let it galvanize you, it works. I mean, like the, I, I'm going to tell you this about the Bengals. If they survive the Ravens on Sunday night, they're going to be a beast. There's going to be that 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 game in Buffalo could be wild. Well, now that's um speaking of disrespect or galvanizing or whatever. It was my favorite part of Monday night after Georgia won was the injured kid who was talking or whatever, and he goes, yeah, I mean, people predicted us to go 7-5, and five. and I went, hold on, Kirby did a hell of a number on you guys because <laughs> yeah. nobody in their damn right mind ever thought you dudes were going 7-5. and five. But again, like, that's my point. <laughs> but like, you know what? If, <laughs> if, if disrespect, which is ridiculous, but if you sold it inside your locker room, it worked. Because Kirby's deal is, if he could be honest with you, is I don't really care what you all think. Yeah, I told them that they were disrespected, and they believed me. No, you know he went in the locker room some days and going, you see all this Tennessee shit. They're, the Vols are who they – everybody thinks the Vols are going to win this thing. Well, I mean, look, very clearly on Monday night, that was a pissed-off team. So they'd heard something. Somebody did analysis of all like the national media for predictions, and the worst prediction for Georgia was Colin Coward at 10 and 2. That was the worst one. <laughs> oh, was it? Was it 10 and 2. Yeah. I picked them to go 15 and 0 and win the whole thing. And 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 their Vegas over under was 10 and a half. Yeah. Come on. So just saying. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, get some stuff with Jeffrey tomorrow on the show. It is Thursday. I've been off on day of the week all week. I'm having a hard time a little bit with that. Um, oh, by the way. Yep. Because Grind brings it up. Yep. Kirby's pregame speech, and I have no problem with it. Like, the people, are, he should apologize. No, he was talking to his players in the locker room. Yeah, whatever. But Kirby's pregame speech, if you write it down, it just makes no sense. He was just, hey, I want y'all to play pissed off. I want y'all to play aggressive. I'm going to throw some bad words in here. I'm going to talk guy talk in a locker room, locker room talk. Now let's go kill him. It wasn't, it wasn't the fireside chat or something. It wasn't, no. it wasn't. For, and he didn't sit there on Tuesday and go, I'm going to type this out. And I'm no, going to. It wasn't four score seven years ago. It wasn't John F. Kennedy. This wasn't great oration and nor was he trying. He wasn't shooting for that. But the people that are one of two things like, oh, what a great speech. No, it was just crazy high school coach screaming at the at the team. Yeah. And it was and it worked. He had his team. They were ready. Ready to play, which is his job. But the whole what a great speech. And then the people are like, that's offensive. Then you don't need to ever be in a locker room. Because stuff happens in locker rooms. People say things. Uh only news out of the SEC really football watch yesterday, Spencer Rattler coming back to South Carolina for next season. Oh. It was expected, but yeah. that has been announced. They've got two big two weapons back. I mean, they're gonna be okay next year. Yeah. They're uh they're all right. Here's the deal with them. We'll have lots of time to talk about it. But now it's not cute and cuddly anymore. The expectations are go compete. Yeah. And it gets different when the expectations your, go up. Your over under is third in the SEC East next year. Yeah. Behind Tennessee and Georgia. Because they won eight this year or seven? Yeah. Uh eight. Eight. So the expectation eight. is okay. Start get nine, get to ten, and that gets harder. Yeah, I think that's right. So, all right, back with you tomorrow on the show, rebelgrove.com. In the meantime, we'll talk to Jeffrey tomorrow.
Stay safe. Have a good day. And we'll talk to you then.